Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts this week, Professor Chris G. And on the other line with me is the knight in shining armor. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? I'm getting sick of reviewing these filler filler episodes. Oh, well, you got a lot of them. <laughs> that, that, that's 90% Pokemon for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to figure that out. <laughs> you didn't figure that out with season one? Well, with season one, they had an excuse. <laughs> and then you're, you're getting into it, you're like, this is every fucking season. Every season. He's got a... I mean, I understand not every episode could be a gym battle, or he catches, you know, three Pokemon, and two evolve, and he has this big climactic showdown with Team Rocket, or whatever. But this is asinine. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 an episode. But... At least it's a funny episode. It's funny. I, I did chuckle unironically a few times. So, this week we are doing the episode Searching for Chivalry, which premiered February 19th, 2021 in Japan, and was dropped in a bulk load on Netflix here in the States on September 10th, 2021. So... I do have to ask you, Doug, how are you doing? I'm here. So am I. I'm here. It's <laughs> about all I can give you. Yeah, I'm 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 here too. Um Lily woke up twenty minute twenty minutes ago and we are an hour and a half late from recording the podcast um before. So it's great. <laughs> My body was freaking tired from work, and I just fell asleep for a second. Thought I was shutting my eyes for like 15, 20 minutes. Long behold, it was three hours later, and I'm like, right. <laughs> I've been seeing this meme pop up on, it's mostly Instagram. It's a, it's a screenshot of... A very old Spider-Man cartoon. And oh, what is it? And it's like, I like to play this game. It's called Nap Roulette. I lay down and I, and I shut my eyes and I don't set an alarm. Will, I, will, will it be for 20 minutes or will it be for four hours? I don't know. And that's part of the thrill. <laughs> I just, um, I, and it was on my, my personal Instagram story and I, I should send it over to you. But um, I saw this video yesterday. Uh, it was of these um, four Spider-Men sitting on a couch. And two of them were talking. And they were like, um, hey, I'm hungry. Um, why don't we go get some D-E? It was, it was, well, he spelled out dessert. And then the other one was like, yeah, I can go for a, and then he spells out treat. And then the third Spider-Man on the couch was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, um, they're like, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to go get a, and then he spelled out dessert and treat again. And he's like, why are you spelling out, um, dessert? 
and and the um, fourth Spider-Man was like, dessert? And then he's like, yeah. He's like, treat. And then all, all of a sudden, the other two are like, no treat. And the fourth one was like, treat? He's like, no treat. He's like, aww. And then the third Spider-Man was like, what is going on here? He's like, he's like, Timmy can't spell. And he's like, oh. And he's like, every time that um, anyone says the T word, he gets all excited. And then um, the fourth one was like, treat? And they're like, no treat. He's like, oh. <laughs> and, and they were like, um, okay, all right, I get it. And he's like, yeah, I think it's time for Timmy to take a NAP. And then he's like, oh, I'm excited. And he's like, do you even know what NAP spells? And he's like, party. <laughs> and then it ended. <laughs> Timmy can't spell. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, it's a lot more funny. Like if I, if I play, if I um, show you the clip. But someone go out there and just try to find it. It's four fighter Spider Man's just sitting on a couch, and it's it's a viral video, so it shouldn't be hard to find. Just find that video, and it'll make your fucking day. It's it's hilarious. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So. But um, how how's your week going, Doug? How's my week? You're alive. Yeah, how's your week going? How's my week? It's fucking Sunday. What do you mean? How's my week going? How was your week prior to today? Oh, fine. <gasps> That's good. <clears throat> I, I'd, so. I'd, I'd ask you how your week's been going, but I know how your week's been going, and I don't want to get you started. <laughs> 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 yeah <clears throat> it's it's been a week i'll just put put that out there so um but yeah i don't really have much to really talk about this week to have as a filler work um let's see we have we have some wrestling that that we've been watching this week yes we have had some wrestling um uh, one company is building themselves towards a big show, and then I think almost forgetting that there's another show a week after that, which is, I still maintain the dumbest thing you could do, but it's not my money. <laughs> um, yeah, by the, by, by the time um, this episode goes out, um, especially on the free feed, um, it's... It's going to be a month after, and people are going to be sitting here and like, oh, that, that show is way past. Well, if you were on Patreon, it would have been even better for you. Yeah, for all we know, the people that are going to get it on the free period go, oh, that show when everything went to shit and the company collapsed? <laughs> yes. So. Uh, um, but... But for those that don't know, it's AEW All Out and All In, and your your host of the of this show is going to All Out, and we have ringside seats, and we have no idea what this show has match wise, and we're two weeks out. No, that's not true. We have two matches. 
I gave you my thoughts on those two matches. I know. And once, <laughs> once again, I don't want to get you started. <laughs> but um, I, th- I think a lot is going to happen on the show. And it's kind of a really cheeky move, if you think about it, because they're basically asking people to pay, what, 50 bucks and then pay it again. I mean, they have to, and I, I know what I was going to ask you, because you mentioned that you um, were looking into buying the show that's going to be in London, and... I was going to ask you if they offered some kind of a, a package where you could get them both. No. Um, <laughs> so it's funny. So I, I'm a, I'm an AEW Plus subscriber on Fight.TV. And I have been since they've started um, doing this because I like to watch AEW with no commercials. So um, I pony up uh, a yearly subscription, so I don't have to worry about that. And for their top four pay-per-views of the year, they dish out and said, you can pay $60 and get their four pay-per-views for that one price of 60 bucks. So since All In is a pay-per-view that was kind of last minute and they had no idea of a pay-per-view schedule... They did not chip that in with the top four pay-per-views. So if you were a fight subscriber, instead of paying 50, 60 bucks, which I do see, I see, I see a 60 bucks for traditional um, pay-per-view, that if you're a fight subscriber and an AEW Plus subscriber, they will give you a discount and you can buy it for $15. So... I immediately saw that, and I was like, well, shit, I mean, I'm going to be working anyway, but I can easily just prop this up while I'm at work and watch it, and I was like, what's $15? I was like, I never pay for pay-per-views anymore, so it's the fact that I, I kind of felt good in a way for just ponying up and just buying the $15 pay-per-view because wrestling these days, we're spoiled with all these um, streaming sites like Peacock and all this stuff. We don't pay for traditional pay-per-view anymore. Like, I, I couldn't tell you the last time that I ponied up and bought a traditional pay-per-view, but if you would have told 15-year-old me back in the day that I could get a top wrestling pay-per-view for 15 fucking dollars when me when me and you used to pay uh we me, me and you used to split um for like various pay-per-views back in the day 40 50 bucks depending on what pay-per-view it was to come over to my home and watch a wrestling pay-per-view and you're saying this one the biggest pay-per-view that they're advertising of all time in wrestling history. Until next month. In, yeah, until next month. Um, which is um, just nuts. And I and that I got it for $15. I was like, you know what? $15 is not that bad. So I mean, grand scheme of things, it's what? It's three cups of coffee? Yeah. 
Well, I don't know where you're getting your coffee. My my coffee costs two dollars and some change uh, five days a week. <laughs> yeah. So I. So I, I initially spend just a little over ten bucks per week on coffee. That's still too Dunkin Dunkin' Donuts needs a subscription. Yes. So I so I can just pull up and just get my damn coffee. I will pay a yearly subscription for unlimited coffee. Fucking Panera has it. Starbucks has it. Come on, Dunkin, get on that bandwagon. How is Panera's coffee? Uh Panera's coffee is Panera's coffee. All right, that's what it's, I figured. Yeah, it's 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 a coffee. If you if you're really in in some need, it'll get the job done. The problem is there's no Panera on my way to work since I take the highway. And when I get off the highway, there's no Panera in sight. Right. There is a Dunkin' cuz Dunkin' is right off the highway. And I'm like, "Yeah, fuck it." But come on, Duncan, get on that bandwagon. We, we, we and I know, and I know some of my coworkers who drink coffee just like I do from Duncan because they they're in the same. They pass it on the way, and they're like, "Oh, what the hell?" <laughs> so, come on, you can make so much money. Get a yearly subscription. Like I, I, I will easily pony up. Like what? What? Let's see. You're probably wondering what would be my my threshold for I would pony up between sixty to seventy five dollars for a year. I will flop that down and I guarantee you I will get my money's worth. I sure as hell would hope so. Cause after seven weeks anything uh, on the eighth week and up um is just free coffee. I I would do that. But if you if you actually had a, had a subscription and you had people pony up, they would make so much money. They would make so much money on the coffee. Yeah, so. I mean, I know they have a a loyalty program or whatever, but it's it's kind of surprising to hear that they don't have like a a yearly pass or whatever. Yeah, and and I'm I am one where I. I subscribe um, and get their points because you you best believe that I'm I'm in there and I'm getting my free coffee at least once a week. So I guess I can't say I'm spending like eight dollars a week because I always get my I always get enough points within my week to get um, at least one free coffee. Yeah, one free coffee is five hundred points. So, and every now and then. I'll I'll pony up and get like one of their snack and bacon's and and they are not sponsoring this podcast or anyone, but um but I like them a lot so I'll talk about it. I'll get their snack and bacon or get like a croissant or a sausage biscuit from there, and just be a be be about my day. But I was a little cheap ass the other day. My ass went and stopped at McDonald's and got their uh, one dollar sausage biscuits and I got two of them. And and then after that went to Dunkin' and got my coffee. <laughs> Shit, crickets. Because <laughs> I didn't want to drink McDonald's coffee because it's pumpkin spice season, and I wanted my pumpkin spice. Oh, that's right. You're a basic bitch. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I, I am. I I definitely am a basic bitch. <laughs> what does my wife call me? She calls me Brittany during pumpkin spice season. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So, but okay, that, I I think that was a, that was a nice little little story to to get out out there for everyone. And I can tie it back to Pokemon because that's what we're supposed to be doing. Yes. <laughs> so tie it back to Pokemon. I watched the first episode of the Path to the Peak. I know the second episode's out. I just haven't gotten around to it. Oh shit! I forgot all about it. How was it, bro? It's it's very cute. Okay. Um, and there's only it's a it's a, I looked it up. It's apparently a limited series, and there's only four episodes. So it, it'll be very easy to talk about either on a pokey break or on a dedicated episode, depending on what you want to do with it. Because I think they're only like, they're only like. 10, 12 minutes, maybe. I was just about to ask you how long the episodes are. So you're saying once all four are out, it would take about an hour to get through the entire limited series. Give or take. Yeah, give or take, yeah. I mean, I don't know how long the second episode is. I can look that up right now, but... Um, I completely forgot about that. With me being busy this week, that is something that I could watch as soon as we're done with this podcast. Yeah, because that was, um, and thankfully, because I had watched the Pokemon Presents on my phone before we talked about it on the Poke Break, it served up the first episode of Pat to the... Otherwise, I think I would have forgotten about it, too, but I just logged into my YouTube, and it was like, oh, <clears throat> I need to watch that. And then I've let the second episode slip. Let me see if I can see the second episode. Yeah, the first episode is 10 minutes... Uh, episode two is 11. So yeah, I mean, they're nothing to get through. Oh, okay. So, I mean, right there, you're looking at, you know, 21 minutes, which is, which is a regular episode. So you're looking at probably 40 minutes all in. Unless the last two episodes are supersized for no reason. That is awesome. I'm... I'm happy, and I and I'm looking it up, and I'm putting it down into my into my must watch, and I will be watching these. So, okay, so it is cute. It is cute, um, and it is. <clears throat> pardon me. It very much leads in leans into card gameplay. Um. I think the description of the main character going through the journey with her partner, Oddish, is a little misleading, but I don't think you're going to be disappointed. Okay. All right. Well, that's great. And I'm happy, and I just put that down, and that will be something I will be watching tonight. And shout out to our new subscribers on on YouTube. I really need to get on getting some more videos up because we're getting more subscribers and they want more videos. So I need to I need to get on that. So 
Shout out to our YouTube subscribers, and the, you guys are a nice little group of people that listen to our shows on YouTube from around the world. So I'll definitely be getting some some updated clips on there. So, but are you ready? I am ready. All right. So again, this episode is called Searching for Chivalry. I talk for a living, everyone. All right. Let's see. So we start this episode just like we start every episode on Pokemon.com with them ripping right off of YouTube. That ha- This has to be illegal somehow, but they're, they're, Netflix is not going to sue Pokemon. Well, I mean, how is it illegal? It's Pokemon.com. It's Pokemon.com, but they literally say a, a Netflix original. Well, I think that's just them covering their bases because, like, yes, they have the the license to reshow it, but I don't think – because if you take out – like, if you didn't know that uh, the the latest seasons of the show is on <clears throat> are on Netflix – like, is there advertising for you to go on Netflix, even though you can get it for free on their website? Yeah, because Netflix, the episodes are on there more or less for a while, whereas we've seen it ourselves. Stuff gets taken up and putting, taken up and putting down, putting stuff gets taken down and put up willy nilly on on Pokemon dot com. Yeah, it does. With with no real war- well, we say no real warning, but it's both it's it's basically down to us not looking at the shit. Yeah. So, okay, but yeah, we we start this episode like we start every episode with it being a Netflix original, everyone. And we dive straight on in. We get through the initial intro, which you just love. And we get 30 seconds in. You can follow us on Pokemon.com if you are watching this or if you're a Netflix subscriber. Um, you, We are 30 seconds into the episode. And we see uh, Ash and Go are sitting here and they both have leaks in their hand. And Ash is like, here we go! And Go is like, give me your best shot! And Ash just starts running, and they're like playing swords um, with these leaks. And Ash is like, you're mine! Ha! 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 And Go is stepping back, and, he, and we get a close-up of his foot. And his foot um, slips on a rock. And Ash is like, oh, you're mine now. And he jumps up. And um, Go is like, afraid not. And he tries to block Ash's shot with with the, with the his leak. And, but he's too late. And just gets bonkered right in the head. And Go is like, oh. And Pikachu is like, or uh, Pikachu is like, yeah. And Cinderace is like, are they are they done? This 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 is lame. <laughs> and Ash is like, that's it. And all of a sudden, you hear, nope, I'm not done yet. 
And he's like, I have to get much better or I won't keep up with Farfetch's special training. And Goa's like, man, that hurt. Uh, and he's like, but I was kind of wondering what the point of this leak battling is. And Ash is like, I need to be a leak master. And then all of a sudden we look to the side and we see Farfetch'd is just it, um, destroying rocks with his leak. And he's just like, yeah, boom, yeah, boom. And you just see Farfetch'd take out a big, huge rock inside of, inside of this playground. And uh, Ash runs over and he's like, man, that was huge. And he's like, man, that's far-fetched for you. And um, they're like, man, his techniques are just getting sharper and sharper. And Farfetch is like, yeah, that's me, all right. And um, we we go to a flashback of Gallade and Farfetch battling each other and Gallade just taking out Farfetch and Farfetch is like me yeah he's like I'm I'm gonna be able to take out that Gallade at some point and um Ash we got we jump back to real time and Ash is like yeah well you know what this is why I want to be able to help any way that I can and that's when we jump over to the professor walking in and Ash have a minute Professor Cerise! You're looking for a good place for Farfetch to train, isn't that right? <laughs> well, Ren discovered something quite interesting. Yeah? You found a place? There's this location in the Kalos region. The Castle of Chivalry. All trainers and Pokémon who desire to find their true strength are welcome. Receive personal training by Wickstrom of the Elite Four. Awesome! Hey, aren't the Elite Four the toughest trainers in their respective regions? Yeah! Farfetch'd, wanna go? And Farfetch'd kind of looks at him and nods and gets a gleam in his eye. And Ash is like, alright, fucking A, I knew it. And all of a sudden, Scyther comes in and he's like, kind of having a bit of a fit. I want to go too! <laughs> and um, Go kind of walks up and he's like, are you trying to tell me you want to go with me? And Scyther's like, fucking A, I do. And and then goes, kind of gets a little guilty. And he's like, I know I haven't been bringing you out to battle lately. Which is kind of weird because I feel like sometimes with Go, the fact that he is a trainer kind of gets lost in him being a collector. Yes. Because, I mean, we've seen in numerous episodes, he just sees a wild Pokemon and just throws his Pokeball, and half the time he just catches it. So, <clears throat> he's like, I haven't been bringing you out to battle lately. He's like, those will be great, you can come with us. And Scyther's like, fucking A. And, and then Ash is like, let's go to Kalos. And um, that would have been a natural way, or a natural spot for the intro but we have to get a little bit of exposition from the narrator. And we see Ash and Go and Pikachu in a plane. And then we get the the intro. Um, so, I mean, am I really going to split hairs over like five seconds? Yes, yes, I am. 
Um, and seeing the intro, I will just get this out of the way because it was either going to come out now or it was going to come out at the end of the episode. No Chloe. Yeah, no Chloe this week. Uh, no explanation. Um, are we to assume that she fell asleep again and she fell into a book? I mean, yeah, yeah, let's say that. I mean, we have, we have nothing else to go on. Um, you know, oh, Chloe and Evie are out training or getting their nails done or that's sexist. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so we come out of the intro and we see a stereotypical castle. It's, it's white and it's, you know, big columns and, um, spires and it's just, you know, I mean, if you looked up castle in the dictionary, you'd see something that looked kind of like very similar <laughs> and, and then Ash has to make dumbass statement number two. He's like, so this is the castle chivalry. No, <laughs> this is a Burger King. <laughs> they don't have Burger King and Pokemon. Hmm. They got King Burger. King Burger. What? What is? The, <laughs> um. In Australia, and you and you brought this sidebar on yourself. So, <laughs> um, in Australia, Burger King's not Burger King because Burger King was already a thing. So was it really? In Australia, Burger King is Hungry Jack. Is that what they call it out there? Uh huh. I didn't know that. So I don't know what Burger King is. I mean, I assume it's just another burger restaurant, but... Yeah, if you want to go to Burger King in Australia, you got to go to a Hungry Jack. I want some Hungry Jack! Yeah. You, you know what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw down a, a, a bookmark here real quick. I want to see a Hungry Jack commercial. So I'm going to... Let's see. Hungry Jack's ad. So, it sure damn is called Hungry Jack's. I see this on YouTube. Oh, okay. That's that's really weird. I had no idea. Yeah, and I, don't tell me, don't ask me how I knew it. I mean, I I obviously saw it somewhere, and you, you retain the stupidest shit. So you listening to this podcast, you didn't hear that, but I accidentally clicked on an ad, and the ad started playing. So, yeah, can't be having that. <laughs> Hell no. But um, all right. So back to the episode. <laughs> um, we we have our heroes walking up to the castle and then um we have one of the elite four walks up to them and he's like the trainer of of i am the trainer of steel wickstrom by name and ash is like wow that guy is intense and he's like it is my belief that chivalry is the only path to true strength and Aegislash comes into the frame and it just does its slow screeching. And Wickstrom walks towards our trainers um, with Scyther and um, Farfetch'd. And 
um, he's walking towards them, and he's like, um, I like to train Pokemon from all over the world. And go um, sees um, Aegislash, and we get a Pokemon um, Pokemon data thing through the Rotom. Aegislash, the royal sword Pokemon, a steel and ghost type. Aegislash has two forms, one offensive and one defensive, that it uses in battle. Its ghost type powers can also control the movements of people and Pokemon. And Wickstrom, he's like, yeah, now, would you like to reach to the top together? And then Aegislash is like, yeah. And Ash is like, please, it will be an honor. And Freaking um, Wickstrom, he he's like he's like that's excellent. He's like such refreshing determination and unclouded eyes. And he's like the youth brings glory to our future. And Ash is like, wait a minute, whoa, is this guy bipolar? He's crying. And um, goes like, no, he's just super passionate. <laughs> and Pikachu's like, yeah. <laughs> and Wickstrom is like. The challenger's names, please. And, and, and we get these really cool um, backgrounds with Farfetch'd and Scyther. And Ash is like, my name is Ash. And this is my partner, Pikachu. And Farfetch'd is like, hey, 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 I'm not chopped liver over here. And he's like, we came here to train up our Farfetch. And Farfetch'd is like, yeah. And Go is like, I am Go, and this is my Slyther. And he and Wickstrom is like, Oh yeah, you like fire, don't you? Scyther's like, No, I'm 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 kind of weak against fire. <laughs> but no, he did not say that. He he looks straight over at Farfetch, and him and Farfetch meets meets eyes, and Wickstrom's like, Yeah, you seem like you are worthy of training. And Farfetch is like, yeah, you damn right. And I, this is where I'm going to switch it over to you, my brother. <clears throat> so we pan back over and we get like a shot of a of, of the castle tower. And then we're back um, on the grounds and Ash, Go, Farfetch, and Scyther have kitted themselves out with suits of armor. Um, Ash has a, like a purple feather on his helmet and Go's got a red, hel a, re a red feather. Um, Scyther and Farfest are just kind of chilling. Um, Scyther having armor seems a little redundant because his scythes can, you know, cut and slash, but... What the fuck do I know? Um, and they're sitting there like, we look cool. And they're like, yeah. Um, and Go kind of looks over at Wingstrom and is like, how come we're wearing the armor and not just our Pokemon? And um, Wingstrom's like, ah, it's for one reason. And it's because you have to train... Um, He's like, it's for one reason, because you have, um, if you're trying to attain true strength, um, basically, you have to become of one mind, and in order to 
reach the top, as he stated earlier, you kind of have to become one. And, and then once you reach the top, you get the night medal. Right. And you're not going to be able to do that if you're all if you're both not immersed in the training. So hence, you know, Ash and Go freaking cosplaying like they're in medieval times or whatever. Um and Ash is like, That sounds good to me. I'm ready to run through a fucking wall. And um <laughs> And Wigstrom kind of starts to kind of lay out what's going to happen in the castle. He's like, the castle of chivalry has three areas. Um, and he's like, um, you know, you must reach the highest point in the castle um, as a as a proof of true strength. And then, like you said, you shall receive the knight medal. And it's a shiny little medal, but it's not like a badge. It's just, just kind of like a side quest, basically. And, you know, Farfetch is just sitting there. He's all cool. He's like, fucking, you know, bring it on. And Wigstrom's like... I'm ready for this. You know, he's like, get ready for Area 1. And Ash is like, I'm going to be stronger than anyone. And... He's like, we must start with a battle, right? And Wistrom's like, oh, it means running around the castle. <laughs> and Ash and Go are like, well, son of a bitch. And Pikachu's like cheering him on because he can't go with him because he's, you know, he's not the one being trained. So he doesn't, you know, have a suit of armor. So here we are. And... So Farfetch'd and Scyther, they're just kind of, you know, booking it, and Ash and Go are like, this kind of blows, and... Um, they're, they're literally running in all of this armor. And Ash is like, we can pick up the pace, can't we, Farfetch'd? And Farfetch'd is like, fuck you! And um, they're running, and then all of a sudden a Pokemon jumps off of a bridge, and we find out that it's... Pro, uh, Probo Pass. Yes. And we find out that that's a compass Pokemon. And via the Rotom phone, we find out that that's a rock and a steel type, which kind of no shit. Just by looking at it. Um, and <laughs> Rotom says Probo Pass puts out a strong magnetic field that lets it control its three units called mini noses at will and goes like ah so that's a problem pass well no didn't you just who's got the anyway and <laughs> they're like I wonder what he's doing here and they run by it and as they run by it um you know Ash is kind of oblivious he's like ah it must be training just like us and you know they're kind of hoofing it and all of a sudden um, Probo uh, Pass activates. And it starts using its psychic power on them. And all of a sudden, they just stop. And they're like, oh. And then we find Wigstrom's at the top of the bridge where Probo Pass came from. And he's like, this is part of the test of round one. Because you must find the strength within you to run 
past this magnetic field and doing so will reveal your strong body body and heart and Pikachu's like yeah get to it and they're sitting there like how difficult can this really be and they're struggling and Farfetch kind of grits his teeth and he's like I could fucking do and then Scyther kind of takes Farfetch's lead and Ash to go <clears throat> to go Ash says we have to you know we have to keep up with, we have to keep going we have to keep up with them and um Wickstrom's kind of looking at them go because they're you know kind of moving slowly but they are you know moving forward and he's like ah this is most impressive you know the indeterminable carry on this is you know it's showing me something you know and they get past a certain point and Probafest is like ah you've um you've proven your your point and he lets them go and then we see their little avatars on this map and they're kind of <clears throat> making you know quick laps i mean obviously it wasn't that quick because they're running in suits of armor and then we come back to real time and they're just all kind of hunched over on their hands and knees they're like this fucking sucks who the hell's bright idea was it to do cardio um and <laughs> it was yours and Wigstrom's kind of standing there in front of him and is like that was fantastic work um you you that driving determination there's the second location <laughs> you know you you all passed the rigorous first test and everything and Ash and Go are like, yeah, let's fucking, yeah. And, um, you know, and Wigstrom starts to cry. He's like, yes, uh, uh, extreme, you know, determination and drive. And, um, his Pokemon hands him a hang. I've already forgotten his fucking name. Um, Wigstrom. No, his Pokemon's name. Oh, Angerslash. Angerslash hands him a hanky. Thank you. Um, and he's like, and with that determination, you can head towards the second location. And they enter a dark dungeon. And we find out that the second area is called the Labyrinth of Doubt. Which <laughs> would have been a badass name for an episode if you wanted to split this up into a two-parter or a three-parter. But who the fuck am I? Um, I know. So they, they kind of walk up into this building and they're like, man, this place is kind of creepy looking, isn't it? And Wickstrom is like, he's like, a knight is braver than all others. And Ash and Gore are like, huh? And he's like, the battlefield is filled with doubt and fear pressing with every moment. He's like, a Pokemon and his trainer must walk side by side. And we get kind of a a glimpse on into the inside of this labyrinth. And he's like passing countless traps, tricks, um, then emerge gloriously. A knight is braver than all others. Huh? The battlefield is filled with doubt and fear pressing every moment. A Pokemon and its trainer must walk side by side, passing countless traps and tricks, then emerge gloriously. That makes sense. 
Let's get to the other side together. Side? Yeah, we're not gonna let anyone beat us, right, Farfetch'd? Huh? Hey, wait for me. Huh? Let's do this together. Farfetch never changes. Rule one. This trial is a test of the one-on-one -on -one bond between a Pokémon and its trainer. We shall go to the Labyrinth's exit to await their arrival together. Pikachu, I'll see you after! And Pikachu gets all hype, and I feel bad for Pikachu at this moment, but Pikachu wants to go on, on this little adventure as well. But Wickstrom kind of picks him up and is like, ah, Pikachu, you can't go. And Pikachu's like, no, I want to go. Let me, let put me down. I want to go. That Ash is my trainer too. And Wickstrom's like, the trial is the test of one-on-one -on -one bond between Pokemon and its trainer. And Pikachu is like, no, but I want to go. And Wickstrom's like, you and you and Ash are already bonded. It's time for Ash to bond with his Farfetch. Does this mean Ash yeah, is going to have to go through this friggin' four more times? <laughs> with all the rest of his Pokemon? Yeah. Possibly. Hey, Possibly. That, maybe a, good, a little bit of foreshadowing. That's a good way to eat up four more episode i know and ash is like i'll see you later pikachu and pikachu is like off oh, ducks <laughs> you know and that's bullshit we... what's bullshit like i mean obviously we don't know this for we don't know this for true because as far as all we know they just showed up at this castle with farfetched and scyther but so are we to assume that Go left Cinderace at the lab and that, you know, Ash left, you know, everybody else but Pikachu at the lab? Because even if... Yeah, well, well, Pikachu always comes with. Well, right. But, like, they went on an airplane, right? Yes, they did. So, you know, touch wood... What if something happened to the plane and they got stranded in the wilderness and all they got is a Farfetch'd and a Scyther and a Pikachu and Rotom phones that, if we're going off of the last episode, may or may not have worked in a forest? <laughs> well, I mean, if worse came to worse, Scyther can fly. True. So maybe he would be able to help him get out of there. I mean, we don't know this. Well, maybe, or, or he could have. To your point, he could have, minimum, either taken Pikachu and flown back to the lab, or just flown back to the lab himself with a note, and then you know, say, "Hey, give Scyther our Pokemon. We need help, or help in general." You know, I mean, it's kind of one of those things. Yeah. So po Pokemon can be used for a variety of things. So, so I've heard. I, 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 so I'm sure. I'm sure that they they would have gotten out if something drastic would have happened. Well, I mean, obviously this is just hypothetical, but it's just kind of silly if they went on an airplane with only three Pokemon between them. Yeah. It's what we call so. short sighted, but that's the Ash Ketchum special. So. <laughs> so alright so we continue uh, the episode and Ash go 
Scyther and Farfetch are walking through this labyrinth, and we got some mysterious music going on. And they're running through, and they're running through, and they come to a crossroads. So they can either go right, or they can go left. And um, Go is like, man, th this, this is um, parting two different ways. No, go. He's like, but but which way should we go? And it's funny because all of a sudden, um, a big old gate just drops in between Ash and Go, um, dividing um, Scyther with Go and Farfetch with Ash. And they're like, oh, what's going on? And um, all of a sudden, you hear the die has been cast. And all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, I guess it has. <laughs> so, so fucking stupid. <laughs> so Ash is like, I guess I got to go left and you got to go right, Go. I guess we can't do this together. And Go is like, all right. So they they just start walking. And we, we see Go literally like up against the wall. So are we to think that it's like pitch dark inside of this labyrinth where Go is and we can just see him because it's a cartoon? That's how I'm, that's how I'm um, assessing the situation. So, yeah, and, and, I, and that's the way that I'm going to assess it too. I think it's pitch dark in here and they can't see because I don't see any more Litwick in this scene like we just saw in the last scene. Oh, yeah, thank you. That was the Pokemon. I was like, I've seen that Pokemon before, um, but I couldn't, I couldn't place them and it wasn't shouted out. But I was like, I've seen that one and I've seen his evolved form. But So, um, Go is walking through. And then all of a sudden, a wall turns around, and we get an Excalibur um, that is um, just sitting here looking all sorts of menacing. And Excalibur is like, ha, I'm ready. And he goes in and he attacks Scyther. And Scyther is like, you ain't about to attack me, man. And he's like, bam, bam. And Excalibur is like, uh, yeah, I'm good on this one. <laughs> and he just goes back and goes right back around the, the wall. What's this? And goes like, yeah, way to go, Scyther. You saved us. And Scyther's like, yeah. And he's like, all right, let's keep going. And they just keep walking. Um, we see that um, Wickstrom has cameras set up all throughout the labyrinth. So he's on his little iPad tablet thingy. And he's just watching as everyone is going through um, the labyrinth and that's when he switches views and goes over to ash and do you want to take it from here my brother right so we zoom in on ash and farfetch so we get them in real time and he's like ah it splits off again and farfetch is like well i'm gonna go freaking left and ash is like i guess i'll follow you and uh a little freaking uh, dead, dead name. 
Uh, let me see. I will have. Let's see. Yes. A, a little, so, a little, uh, a little mouse type Pokemon. Dedeen. Dedeen, thank you. Um, yes. Comes out of the wall, and Ash is like, "Oh, look at that, a, a Dedeen," and he's like, "Friend," and um, Dedeen's like, "Gotcha, bitch," and he shocks him, <laughs> and. Um, just just like that, Doug. Exactly like that. If you if you play the clip back, he uh, Charlie Murphy, and he, um, <laughs> and <clears throat> freaking Farfetch doesn't even break stride. He's like, yeah, if I had to stop every time you got shocked, I'd never get anywhere. <laughs> we would still be on episode one. We'd still be on episode one, exactly. So he has to take off, and then we see um, Wigstrom's point of view through his little security camera little ring thing and um as they pass another um corridor uh another wall turns around and another pokemon goes after farfetched and ash is like farfetched look out he dives after it and you know he misses it because Ash doesn't have any luck when it comes to physically confronting Pokemon, and we can go all the way back to episode one with the Firo for that one, or the Pidgey when he tried to catch it with his jacket because he's an idiot. Um, <laughs> and um, the uh, Farfetch disappears behind a wall, or no, the the Pokemon disappears, and Ash is like, it looks like we. Um, We've reached a dead end. And Farfetch is like, we ain't reached no dead end. <laughs> and Ash is like, well, let's go back to the fork and go the opposite direction. And Farfetch is like, yeah, you watch this. And he fucking starts swinging his leak and he fucking breaks the wall. Like, just like it wasn't even there. And Ash is like, son of a bitch. Um, I would be mad if I was Wickstrom for that one. You're, you're, you're breaking apart my damn labyrinth. Well, here's, here's, I'm going to play devil's avocado for a second. Okay. Um, I read it when I first watched the episode. I read it as that wall is purposely not that strong. Like, maybe that's a breakaway wall or whatever. Okay. And, or maybe it was tailored to, specifically to, either Scyther or um, Farfetch'd, because Wakestrom had to give him the ones over when they first got there. And he's like, yeah, well, maybe yeah. I could tweak this, this, and this. You know, and we can use Farfetch's leak and, you know, Scyther's swords to their advantage. Because he said it's all about, you know, unlocking their true potential and power. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm probably reading too much into that, and you're probably right. And he's probably sitting there going, son of a bitch, you know how hard it is going to be to replace that wall? Which, <laughs> if if nothing else, and even if you're right, and... Farfetch is just out here breaking stuff. At the bare minimum, it's a callback to the beginning of the episode when he was just smashing the rocks like they're nothing. Yeah. So, so it's not like he just pulled that wall break out of his ass. 
And so um, we see Farfetch is just trucking along, and Wigstrom's on his little screen, and he's like, This Farfetch has rare battle sense and attack power. Uh, refusing to retreat, splendidly talented. But they'll never get anywhere if, if they don't get on the same page. Which I feel like Ash could get that stitched on a pillow and just carry it along with him because he's... Ash, I feel like, is allergic to getting completely along with his Pokemon. I mean, there always has to be <laughs> several episode arcs where he just doesn't get along or... I mean, if we had a nickel for every time one of his Pokemon attacked him, he probably wouldn't have to be a trainer anymore. He could just cash out. I know. I mean, I feel I I kind of feel like he he went down the wrong path. I mean, he he shouldn't be a, a Pokemon trainer. He 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 should be the face of I can get shocked by anything and live. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to see him on infomercials at 3 in the morning. <laughs> yep. So, but... <clears throat> pardon me, we cut back to Ash, and he's sitting there going, I wonder how we're going to get out of here. And Farfetch isn't even blinking. He's just like, yep, I'm just going to, me and my league, we can fuck shit up. I just broke a damn wall. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he triggers a a trap door in the floor and he just goes down the down the chute so to speak and he has enough wherewithal to grab onto the side of the wall and he catches himself and we kind of see from his perspective and we see there's possibly something at the bottom it might just keep going we don't really know and I'm sorry. I'm, I take that back. That's from the top because we see. Yeah, Ash. I, I, I was about to say, Ash kind of peeks his head over. Well, see, this is it's it's the upside down. You see, so <laughs> what what's up is that anyway. So Ash kind of peeks over and he's like, "Farfetch, you got to grab my hand." And Farfetch is like, "I just what what am I supposed to?" And he's like, "Oh," and then. You know, Ash reaches in and goes as far as he can, and then um, as he's going up, Farfetch drops his leak, and Farfetch realizes it, but right away. he's more concerned about getting out of the hole, and Ash is like, I'll go get it because it's my show and I'm the hero, and he just goes head first down this damn hole. It catches up with it because wouldn't that be fucking a kick in the teeth if he went through all that effort and it still fell and then that is a very weird time to get the who's that Pokemon yeah with only eight minutes left in this episode well six minutes if you're not including like subtitles I mean like the full ending to this yeah but yeah I would say basically six and we find out that the who's that Pokemon is Edgeslash which yeah, it was either going to be him or um, the the Compass fella. Um, 
and we we come back and ash is falling again and farfetched you know has to jump down a hole like i'll save you and so farfetched can fly yes son of a bitch i mean he's a duck i always thought that was the thing about farfetched i always thought they couldn't fly Can Psyduck yeah. fly? Um, maybe if he wasn't so stupid. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now, you, <laughs> if if you'll check the tape, if you'll check the tape, I said, could Psyducks fly? Not just Misty's Psyduck. Well, how many Psyducks have we seen besides the one um, incompetent one with Misty? I mean, we saw the Golduck, but have we really seen a competent Psyduck? I feel like there was at least one... Didn't one trainer have a Psyduck in the first movie? Possibly, I yeah. I believe so. But anyway, it's immaterial. I, just, I, I was shocked to see Psyduck flying. And we see that Ash caught himself on the same ledge that Psyduck... Now you got me fucked up. (laughs) That Farfetch caught himself on. And Farfetch is like, he almost broke his head for my leak. I might have to trust this kid after all. And they get out of the hole. We don't know how they got out of the hole. We probably, got out. we probably don't have time to see how they got out of the hole. <laughs> we don't. We only have a few minutes left. And Ash is sitting there going, oh, shit, that was rough. And, you know, he hands, he hands back his leak, and he's like, it's still fine. And uh, Ash kind of looks at Farfetch. He's like, you care about it more than anything. Isn't that right? And I, I, if I was Farfetch'd, I would have smacked him right in the face. <laughs> you know, I was kind of waiting on it uh, just for a second. Farfetch would just be like, that's my leap. Bam. Well, but yeah. it, I don't even think it would be that. I would think it, it would be more of Farfetch going, do you seriously think I'd give a shit more about a leak than I do you, you know, my trainer? You know, I mean, you, I mean, I understand that you saved your neck. Or you risked your neck to go down this hole to get it, but I appreciate you more for doing it than I do the anyway. I'm, again, I'm reading too much into it, but um, Farfetch kind of gets this look on his face, like you mother. I mean, I'm gonna follow you because it, it. And then we're shot back to Wickstrom, and he's like, I, I think I see a change going on here. That's good, good. And then we finally have the moment where Ash and Go and Scyther and Farfetch'd are reunited because we only have six minutes and we still have another and our, hero, our heroes. I was about to say our heroes need to um, be together uh, for this episode. Otherwise, what are we doing here? A two-parter. Yeah, we could have. It's not in the budget, Doug. Apparently not. But, yeah, so 
uh, from here, um, our heroes meet up, uh, meet up again. They go through a wall and they, they just happen to go through a wall at the same time that the other is going through. So they meet back up because it's a kid show. Mm. And they're, and they're, <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's Ash. It's go. Does that mean? And then they, they both look at it, it, it. They're like, it's the exit. And Pikachu is like, is standing there with Wickstrom. And Pikachu is like, hey. And Wickstrom's like, indeed, you have all passed the second trial. And they're like, we did it. We did it. And I would have just been sitting here like, okay, you, you, you didn't say this is over. So you just said that this was the second. So what is the third? <laughs> is there a third? But Wick, Wickstrom just starts crying and whining again. And he's like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. It was stupendous. And Angus Lash um, goes and gives him a handkerchief again. And he's like, to the candidates who made it this far, I offer my heartfelt um, respect. And he goes and he grabs two swords and he's like, and the next is is the much anticipated third trial. <laughs> and they're, they're like, I suggest you guys get prepared. And he hands the swords to go and ash. They're like, huh? And then we we look outside and we jump to the top of this castle. And then we kind of get a very fast zoom in. And um, from there, we're thrown onto the inside of this creepy part of the castle. This one looks even creepier than the last part that they were in. For real. And Ash is like, man, I wonder what kind of trial this is. And Wickstrom is like, this trial will be deciding, um, will be the deciding round. As I informed you in the beginning, passing this last trial will earn you the night medal. And he's like, I need to put you guys up here because I need to go fix that wall that you broke, Ash. <laughs> he's like, the object of this trial is quite simple. If you are able to open the lock um, door over there, you will pass this test. And he takes a stern look. And I'm, I'm going off script here, but he looks at Farfetch and is like, do not break the door. <laughs> <laughs> No, he didn't say that, but he should have said that. I would have said that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and he's like, the key that you seek, and he's like, is right here. And it's in two cleft keys um, just um, fall down from the, from the ceiling. And goes like, oh, I need to get my, my Rotom phone out. And Rotom is like, cleft key, the key ring Pokemon. Klefki, the keyring Pokemon, a steel and fairy type. Klefki draws in metal ions through the horn on its head. It loves collecting keys. If trainers and Pokemon can combine their skills to take the key from Klefki and open the door, then all shall be considered to have passed the trial. However, taking it shall be no easy task. Easy. That's what it's about. Huh. And Angle Slash um, jumps up and he's like, ha <laughs> uh, And all of a sudden you just see um, Go is like, um, that, oh no, Ash is like, so this is what this is about. 
And Pikachu is like, man, I really want to get in on this action. But he's standing off on the, onto the side. So it looks like it's Angle Slash versus Klefki. Um, or Angle Slash and Klefki versus Farfetch and Scyther mm-hmm. at this point. And um, every, they're like, all right, all right. And now let's go. And um, Ash is like, so all we have to do is steal the key. The first, the first move wins. Farfetch, use Night Slash, and he jumps up and um goes like Scyther, use Slash, and Scyther jumps up as well. And, and um, Wickstrom is like, defend Angle Slash. And uh, Angus Slash uses defend it, puts its shield up, and Scyther and Farfetch use their slash attack. And uh, Ash and Go are like, use Fury Cutter, use Air Slash. And you just see um, Scyther and Farfetch just using all of their attacks, and Angus Slash is just blocking every single one of them. Angus Slash is really good. He's taking on both of these Pokemon. He's getting XP like crazy. For real. And even Ash even states, he's like, man, Angus Slash is really tough. And um, Go is like, wait a second. You know, there's something, there's nothing keeping us from taking the keys, right? And Ash is like, yeah. Um, get let's get it while we got the chance, and they both go jump over to um Klefki, and Wickstrom is like, "Didn't I say it would be no easy task?" And he he swings his sword over at Go and uh and Go and Ash, and they're like, "Wait a minute, are you telling me that we gotta fight you?" And he saw he said, "These swords are harmless training replicas." I guess they had to say that in For this because <laughs> I was about to say I was like, "These are, he he's really putting um swinging these swords over at Ash and Go." He's like, "He could impale them, but they have to put that disclaimer in. These are not real swords." But uh, but. But please don't let your guard down. What were you about to say, bro? Well, that's exactly why we couldn't um, air the Safari Zone episode, because that was kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because even if they would have tried to sit there and say, well, it wasn't a real gun, that was a water pistol. Well, okay, but why the fuck did you hold it right to Ash's head? (laughs) For real. And and they would have had to switch that episode because they did fire those guns a Mm -hmm. couple of times in the episodes. Yeah. And (laughs) no, they're rubber bullets. Well, you still shouldn't shoot someone with rubber bullets. No. But Wickstrom is like, all right, your move. And um, Go and Ash is like, oh, this is why we had to wear armor. Which, (laughs) if these swords are not real... Why do they need on this heavy ass armor you need on to, this part? You need to immerse yourself in the training. I, I mean, I guess it's that, or in Japan, these were real swords, and we just had to translate it over and say these are not real in the English version. These are rubber. <laughs> <laughs> these are rubber swords. <laughs> and Ash and Go uh, sit here. He's like, all right. So 
Remember, all of that leak training, now it's going to pay off. And, bro, and I, I've been talking for quite a bit, so I'm going to sling this part over to you, my my man. That's all right. I was I talked for quite a bit there toward in the middle, so it's all good. So, like, yeah, the training's going to pay off. And they charge at, you know, Wigstrom, and then we're back at the Scyther, Edgeslash, Farfet, and they're just going at it. And then Scy- and then Ash and Go and... Wigstrom or go so I mean it's just six moving parts all over the place yeah that's right six moving parts all over the place and Klefki's just kind of hanging out and Wigstrom's sitting there he's like haha is that all you have really and we pan over a, a slow ass fucking pan and we see Scyther and Farfetch are kind of standing there, and they're like, um, all right, here's how we're going to go. Um, Ash is like, I'll deal with Wigstrom, and, um, you know, Farfetch and I will be able to get, keep Edgeslash busy, um, and while we're doing that, uh, you and uh, uh, Scyther will be able to get the key. And they're all kind of like bet. And they're like kind of break. And Scyther and and uh, Go take off after um, Klefki. And uh, Ash and Farfetch resume battling Wigstrom. And... He's like, ah, that was a courageous decision. You know, however, <laughs> it might be foolhardy. And Ash is like, I'm going to win. And Wigstrom's like, don't be so sure. And we see Farfetch and Edge and uh, Edgeslash going at it. And Wigstrom tells Edgeslash to use King Shield, which is a badass move. And yeah, it's just not doing anything and Farfetch is getting knocked back and Farfetch is like, how about you? And um and Ash is sitting there, he's like, just like when he fought Galay, that's not gonna work. And and um Wigstrom to Ash is like how can you worry about others at this moment? And he swings his sword, and Ash is like, "What?" And we Klefki's in the background, just yawning. Like, is anyone going to come and try to get me? Yeah. And then we do cut to Klefki and Scyther and Go, kind of in a Scooby Doo chase. And Go's like, "Hey, man, cut it out, slow down." And Klefki uses an attack, and. You know, is able to ditch Go and Scyther, and um, goes like, "Hey, don't worry about it. We're in this together." And um, goes like, "Come on, let's go at it again." And Scyther's like, "Bet!" And they go charging, and uh, Wigstrom's got Ash cornered, and he's like, "Now let's finish this." And Farfetch looks over, and he sees. 
Ash is in trouble, even though he's not really in trouble because we've established these are training swords. But, you know, still, uh, the moment is no less impactful because he sees Ash in trouble and then he flashes back to um, Ash handing him his leak in the dungeon. And he makes sure to include the line, you care about that more than anything, isn't that right? And Farfetch is like, this, this guy's an idiot, but I do care for him. And <laughs> um, Wakestrom tells Edgeslash to use Sacred Sword. And Edgeslash gets ready and... Um, Wickstrom says, your Farfetch cannot hope to defeat Edgeslash. And Ash is like, I don't believe that. I trust Farfetch all the way. And <laughs> uh, Farfetch is like, for real? And then everybody's like, ah! And, they, and then... Um, we kind of get a flashback moment, too. And then um, we uh, we find out that Farfetch goes to turn his attention to Ash and Wigstrom because um, Edgeslash is able to hit uh, Farfetch with Sacred Sword on the back, and Wigstrom's like, "You're all gonna fall together," and he goes to swing his sword, and Farfetch jumps in between with his leak, and. Um, and Wigstrom's like, ah, Farfetch took the damage to come defend its trainer. And, um, he's like, you won't be strong enough to brush off my next attack. And he goes in for another sacred sword and freaking Farfetch gets like a blue gleam in his eye and... Ash is like, use Deflect, and then followed up with Night Slash. And Farfetch is like, hey yeah And he goes, and he's about to hit the, the heavy blow, and Ash literally stops him, like, on his downswing. And Farfetch is like, for real? And in all that excitement, Go and Scyther have the freaking key. Because, once again, there's like a minute left in the episode now. A knight fights for either a sovereign or for the weak who do not possess the strength to fight for themselves. It is when you fight to protect those you hold dear that your strength increases many times. Farfetched, Ash, Go, and Scyther. I acknowledge your success. And present you each with a knight medal. Awesome! We just got the knight medal! <laughs> By the way, Go, I wonder about your partner Scyther. Would you like it if it evolved? <laughs> and like we're about to wrap it up, and Wigstrom's like, oh by the way, Go. I wonder about your partner Scyther. Um Would you would you like if it evolved? Oh, I forgot. I completely forgot about this from when I watched it. Yes. And um, and so if you remember from the game, 
because I'm marked out because now I now this because it's been like a week. It's almost been like two weeks since I watched it because I thought we were going to do this before we did the Pokemon. Anyway, <laughs> if you remember in the game, you had to put, I believe, Steel, Steel Co. Co. Yep, on Steel a Scyther, Co. and you had to trade him. And it was one of the trade evolutions. So we see Go return Scyther. And basically, they do like a transfer. It's not like a trade because he's not going anywhere. And he comes out as a shiny red scissor. I remember when they first introduced scissor, I marked the fuck out. And <laughs> you're like, but the fact that they put it in the episode that you have to trade was freaking cool. Now, I want to know who came up with. Like, in, in the Pokemon world, okay? Mm. Like, and, and we know that Pokemon are all these, like, mysterious Pokemon. How did someone find out that a Scyther will evolve through a trade while holding a Steel Coat? Trial and error. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, about, that's about all I can give you. <laughs> yeah. So... We literally have 56 minutes left on the counter, and Ash is thanking Wigstrom for all his help and all the training today. And Wigstrom's like, oh, now you go out there and you stay diligent. And, you know, Ash looks over at Farfetch, he's like, you know, what do you say? Next time we beat Gallade, we beat him. Or next time we meet Gallade, we beat him. And Farfetch. Is like, yeah, and Ash holds out his fist and Farfetch meets it with his leak. And the narrator says narrate things. And we get this cool shot <laughs> of Ash with his Farfetch and go with his new scissor. And, and that's it. Like, that's literally like they were running up against it. Yeah, they were. But um, but that was that's literally the end of the episode, and Go has a nice little scissor. Ash and Farfetch are now intertwined as as a as a really good team. I mean, it was good. It was a good episode. Decent. It episode. was once again. It's one of those things where it's like I had a heck of a better time reviewing it than I did watching it. Watching it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it 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 was a decent episode. Uh, I'll I'll just throw that out there. It was decent, yeah. But and, and, and it was somewhat entertaining as well. So, it was good. But uh, overall, um, what would you give this on your Dougometer, Doug? You want me to go first? Uh no, I'll go first because I feel like if you go first, I'm just gonna copy you. Um. I was going to give it a two and a half, but then I forgot about the evolution, and I'm going to give it a, a half a star, not just because of the evolution, but because of the fact that it was game accurate. Okay. So I'm going to give it a, a nice solid three, because I did enjoy it. I did chuckle a few times. It was a lot of action. But a no, re no real conflict. But 
20 minutes of action should stand for something. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a solid three. Um, and, and, and I... I kind of have hindsight that I know kind of what what's going to end up happening um, in the in the series, but um, so I know that's probably kind of cheating, but it is what it is. I watched the Japanese version, but um, yeah, I, that that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give it a solid a solid three yeah. for this one. So. Anything else that you would like to add before we finish up this episode, bro? Um, you know, good, solid episode. Um, I would like, you know, at the start of the next episode, I would like for Chloe to account for herself, but I know I'm asking for too much. Um, He'll get her episodes, bro. Well, and I, and I'm looking forward to that because I know how pivotal Evie can be in the grand scheme of things, so I'm looking forward to that. So, but yeah, I'm yeah. I'm really enjoying Master Journeys, and you know we're we're on that slow climb to the to the big shit. Yes, we are, and we really are. So, all right, let's go ahead, and if there's nothing else to add, Doug, let's go ahead and say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Professor Chris G telling all of you that we will be back next week for another episode, everybody. And have a good night.